0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cinerama.
1: Welcome to the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. Now to kick things off, here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe.
2: From the bowels of NWCZ Studio in beautiful Tacoma, Washington, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble.
3: Here he is, the head cheese meister of the world Why?
4: web. It's Spud
5: Goodman! Greetings, I am Spud Goodman, and welcome to our little radio program. We realize we can't meet all of your needs, but I like to think will make you reasonably happy you took a few moments out of your busy existence to check in with us. You know, I should probably now acknowledge my longtime co-host, Mr. Chick Hunter, who, by the way, just got sprung last night from his little vacation at the Gray Bar Hotel. Hello, Spud. I really don't feel that comfortable discussing on air
3: my rather unfortunate stay in jail. It's Mm -hmm. nothing to glamorize. Mm -hmm. I paid my debt to society for my
5: overdue parking tickets, and I am now ready to resume my life. I, I just can't ignore it. You're the only mm-hmm. guy I know who's done hard time. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit
3: jealous of your street cred now. Oh, Psh, Spud, sure, I could tell you stories about my life behind
5: bars, but there could be little ones listening right now, and I
3: don't feel right talking about
5: this. Really? Hmm? Well, right now, I could email Mr. Mike West, host of Breakfast with the Beatles of KZOK, a legit radio what? personality who filled in for you As my co-host while you were in custody. Hmm? And I could see then maybe he could offer some entertaining stuff to fill up the next 60 minutes. He was really, frankly, amazing to have in the studio with me. So, uh, you know, it's it's your call, I guess. Uh, You know, I don't know. I, I think I know what would make this show a monster hit. And you know what I'm talking about. I mean, why do you think Cops was so popular? And every show on TV is about some form of the criminal justice system. So give the people what they want already. That's well, what I'm talking about. Fine,
3: fine, fine. What, what what, do you want to know? Was it pretty? Heck no. My 13 days in lockup was like being in hell with a clubhouse full of stinky guys with bad teeth. Sure, they tried to intimidate me. My first night, I had a throwdown with this dude doing eight months for bigamy. He tried to take bigamy, my pillow. Wow. Said he was going to spray me with right guard deodorant if I didn't give it up. My wow. pillow. Well
5: what happened? Did, did did you give it up? Um did he did he make you his bitch? I mean you don't have to give us all of the embarrassing details. Maybe you know, maybe just a cup Did did you have to be on the bottom? Bunk?
3: I've seen enough prison movies to know you have to strike first to show them that you aren't soft. So, so what I did was I squeezed all of my Crest toothpaste all mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. the pillowcase before I gave it to him. I thought it was well, a signal to not mess with me, man. But right. he, but it turns out he is into eating toothpaste. I mean, who knew? You know. Anyway, when your very survival is at stake, you do things that later you might be embarrassed about. I won't lie. I had to give guy my dessert at lunch and dinner. Most of the time it was applesauce or pudding, and I don't like either one of them, but I never told him that.
5: <laughs> so so what I really want to know is, how did you get along without cable TV? Oh, I mean, the premium channels, not basic cable. I, I mean, in those 13 days, you missed Shameless, True Detective, and Girls, man. How tough was that? But I just hope you never have to go
3: through what I did. I pray... Really? I pray their little ones are listening now because they need to know that if they are ever locked up, they should be aware that life goes on for everyone else on the streets. No one's going to shed a tear that they missed that week's episode of New Girl or Pretty Little Liars.
4: Wow.
5: Luckily, I had my sister DVR that one for You're me. You're lucky on that one, really. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to save a few more interesting stories of lockup for later. This is an hour show. We're going to spread this stuff out. Right now, we're going to check out some music in honor of your relationship with your cellmate. Uh, I was thinking this might be appropriate. Here's Seven Year Bitch, live from 1999 with not enjoy Thank you.
2: is a Spud, Spud
4: a Show. Show. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. Call in the Spud Line and give him a piece of your mind. Call the
3: Spud Line. Call the Spud Line and give him a piece of your
5: mind.
1: Give Spud and Chick a piece of your mind by calling or texting 253-242-3054.
3: Call the Spud Line. Call the Spud Line and give them... A piece of your
4: mind. Call the speed line.
5: Hey chick, uh, I have to do this interview right know. now. Uh, could could you like uh, run up to Safeway and pick me up a large bag of uh, Let's make it Cool Ranch Doritos this time, all right? And I'll pay you back. All right, super. Hey, uh, I think we got uh, uh, Joe. Are you on the line? Are am I speaking with Mr. Joe Piscopo? Yes, hi, Spud. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Well, welcome to uh, to my show. Uh, i got to get this out of the way. You're going to be appearing uh, with the stars of SNL Tour with Victoria Jackson and Don Novello, a.k.a. Father Guido Sarducci. Thanks for checking in with us.
0: That's it, man. Yeah, the guys wanted me to say hi. We appreciate uh, you giving us the time there, Spud. We're going to be... Up. On stage tomorrow night, it's right. going to be awesome. Father we just I do, she's the funniest cat on the planet, man. Yep. Victoria Jackson is hysterically funny. The gals, matter of fact, it's a it's a great date show because Victoria is so great with all the gals. She's very very funny, and then I'm I'm you know just going to rock and roll, bring my guitar and have some fun do some frank sinatra and uh, do have some laughs and then we all kind of work together so it really is a fun night that i'm proud to be a part of all
5: right hey uh got to do the brief bio thing for for my listeners okay uh you came on to the saturday night live in like 1980 and the record states that only you and eddie murphy uh, basically uh, survived that era you both got glowing reviews while the others were kind of savaged how tough was the heat on you and all the new cast members uh, and you had to deal with during that period of transition for the show
0: you know what, Spud, so a good question. On the radio, I'm always politically correct, but when the folks are kind enough to come see us tomorrow night and have some fun, I tell the story on stage because it was not easy replacing the original cast of Saturday Night Live. Hardest thing we ever had to do in, in our lives, man. And uh, we just hung in there best we could, you know. And uh, grace of God, we worked at it. But it's about 10 shows. But you, re- you couldn't replace Gilda Radner, Billy Murray, and right. Chevy. You know, that was a... that was a tough thing I'm a little more graphic about it on stage but it just just wasn't an easy time but we made it thank God we made
5: it brother yeah well television historians have written many pages uh, of in-depth coverage of of the Saturday Night Live airing the years you were on the show but does it seem to you that today's cast members have it easy like with no turmoil and upheaval
2: Nah, that's
5: another good cool question, but they don't.
0: It's always tough coming up with material. Every week you got to come up with material, man. You, that is the daunting task on SNL. You don't write for yourself, you're not on the air. And you have to come up with the material, you got to pitch the material to the producers, you have to do the read-through on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and then even up to dress rehearsal, which goes about 7.30 to 9.30 on um uh, you know, on a Saturday night, you, your stuff gets cut, or it gets—you get added a sketch you weren't sure about, and it's—it's really—it's just not an easy. Uh now, wow, there's a there's a the pretty girl. I'm looking Wall Street. I tell you what, man, you hey, street to New York City, Spud. Look, What street you see that girl I, boy? I love New York I,
5: City. What street you on right now?
0: Man, I I don't know, but I'm gonna buy stock in that woman right there, But buddy. Yeah, the Wall Street. Whoa, right. look at that. Well, keep your eyes on no, the no, crosswalk
5: no, signs, all right, Don? Why don't you walk out in the middle of traffic. <laughs>
0: yeah, Watch Spud, you'll hear me fall down. What happened to Joe? He broke his leg walking around looking at chicks from Wall Street. Great, this will be great.
5: All right, sorry, uh, Spud, I got this. I got distracted there. So. All right, uh, and feel free to stop in anywhere and shop while we're talking. So. Hey, uh, I, I got to say, you, now you stayed until 1984 on SNL. Is it, you know, it's tough for fans when cast favorites leave the show, but was it tough for you, or did you just want to get the hell off that show as fast as you could at that moment, at the yeah, end?
0: W- what, yeah, t- uh, you know what, it was, it's, uh, it was so much pressure that as soon as, uh, uh, Eddie had left. Eddie was leaving, and Eddie was my guy, and I loved. The, you know, all the rest of the cast were great, but when Eddie went, it was like, yeah, man, I, you know, you know, it's time because it's just a lot of pressure, and it was t- it was just time to move on. They offered, right. my contract was they had my contract, and they we made the deal through my managers and everything for the next year, and then I knew, and I wasn't abandoning the show because you always feel like it's it's family, but they, at, at, at the year after me, they bought in. You know, they did. They pulled the Steinbrenner, is what they call it, what Dick Eversall did, the executive producer. They right. brought in Billy Crystal and Marty Short and Chris and uh, Harry Shearer, all these spectacular talents, you know? So uh, I, I felt it was good hands and time to move on. All
5: right, super. Hey, I spoke with Colin Quinn and Kevin Nealon about a topic that was important to me, the after party, you know, after the show, you know, when everybody gets together. Now, they told me that it wasn't as glamorous as everyone might have imagined. There wasn't an open bar. You had to pay for your own money. You'd think that NBC would have kicked in for at least the first round of drinks. I mean, was it that way for you?
0: Uh, no, they paid for everything back then. I got the cusp of the network spending money. I got the cusp, and uh, and Collins, right? I just talked to Colin on my radio show we do here in New York mm-hmm. uh, on uh, AM 970, The Answer which you can get online, by the way, am970theanswer.com or iHeartRadio. Thanks for letting me get that plug in. Super, no but, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you, the bar was open, the limos were there, but right after when I left, the corporate cat said, wait, hey, these, are, these are actors, why
6: should we pay for this?
0: You know, like that, you know? And um, but Colin's right after a while the corporate people came in and I imagine that's sad that they had to pay for the drinks hell yes the parties were the parties were pretty grand and glorious uh, during our time not not extravagant not extravagant at all but pretty cool
5: alright super hey uh, when you did Frank Sinatra both on the show and in concert did you ever wonder if he was pissed off at you like the man was probably the most mob connected man in the in, you know, history of show business and no one ever put a Shetland Pony's head in your bed right?
0: Yeah, no, no, he was he was great, but like he used to refer to me as the vice chairman of the board, oh. and he was a he was a he was like a father image to me, and uh, he was could not have been more respectful. He knew it, but my ta- again, my one of my tasks on S and O is to protect the Sinatra name because, in my mind, it's like royalty in America, well, you heck. know, and I thought of the family, yeah. I thought of the kids and his grandkids and everything. So I went, nah, I got to protect this man, and he knew that he knew that I did that. So it was very very cordial. He he was swinging, he would invite. He would invite me. I was never on the inside, you know, Spud. Never on mm-hmm. the inside of the Rat Pack. But he was kind enough to, oh yeah, yeah, basketball. Come on, you can hang out for a little while like that, you know. And, it, and I was happy to be there with him. And it was always very gracious, and uh, he was couldn't have been more complimentary.
5: Well, you 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 do obviously do the best, Frank. Of any anyway. I don't need to. Uh, deal with we're that, gonna so. do
0: it tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, hey, we got a ten piece. We got a full band at the casino tomorrow night at McQuaami. So we're gonna go up there. And uh, we're going to swing it. we got a great band. I'm bringing my guy, my conductor from Jersey in. And uh, it's going to be a swinging fun night, comedy and music, you know?
5: Very cool. Hey, for those who are not familiar with your world-class impersonation skills, could you do five seconds of, like, Letterman?
0: Of oh, Letterman? Well, Letterman was, uh, about Letterman, my favorite expression always was, my, oh, my, we're having more fun than you can be to Phone the neighbors, wake the kids, this is an extravaganza you don't want to miss? <laughs> yeah. It's that laugh of Dave, you know? Absolutely. He's always good.
5: And to counter that, um, I heard you did Winston Churchill.
0: <laughs> you did your research. God, of course. I don't know how I did that, but I did. I had to do it as a, it was an ancillary part in the sketch. And, uh, I did do Winston Churchill I, I, That I is range admit, I That know, is
5: range I man I gotta say that Yeah is, that
0: is range right Winston Churchill with David Letterman Yes
5: okay Alright well You're performing with Victoria Jackson and Don Novello uh, Father Guido Sarducci uh, Do those two ever I gotta ask you this Do those two ever get into Like political discussions on stage As are kind of on, on Opposite ends of the spectrum
0: no, Victoria doesn't do any of that on stage. It's all funny. Oh okay. it's all she was on my radio show too, man. You got you should put her on your show. She's really funny. I'd love and, to and uh, she 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 gets she gets political but not on stage, you know and and Don Novella is just, he's one of the brightest, I, I, I have to refer to him as Father Guido Sarducci, one of the brightest guys you will ever see on stage. I mean, true old-school comedy, which, mm-hmm. where he's, it's intelligent, it's bright, and executed brilliantly. Can't say enough about it, so... Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. It, you know, but they don't get into it. It's, a, it's another fine question there, Spud. You're doing a good show.
5: All right. Uh, hey, what's been your most memorable moment uh, in the entertainment industry, besides, of course, appearing on Star Trek The Next Generation, which would be hard to top? <laughs>
0: which more people saw than anything I've ever done. Ah, uh, you absolutely. know, actually just working with working with Sinatra and the glory of working with Eddie Murphy live in front of all those millions of people back then and never know what was going to happen next. And we didn't know. We had a script. We had cue cards, but you just never knew what was going to happen with the great Murphy. So uh, I have to say, Robin Williams, you know, working with these great, uh, comedians and mm-hmm. uh, getting to meet Frank Sinatra; that, those got to be the top three.
5: All right, last question. Uh, this is a personal one. How many pounds can you bench press these days? I read in the old days you could lift a VW Bug with one hand. He
0: just says how many how many pounds can I bench press? I just was with the Muscle and Fitness guys. We're just with my muscle. We were doing some stuff with Muscle and Fitness, and frankly, but I'm a wuss. I never was heavy off the bench. Okay. I was like uh, I was just I could do maybe 225 on an incline, and that was it. But a squat a man? Of, it was all definitely, def, no, say what?
5: Were you a squat man?
0: No, good question again, not squat man. I was not the big tough guy like that. I was just, I was up for being ripped. It's like, it was when I met Stallone, I met Stallone all those years ago. I said, Sly, how do you get ripped up like that? And he said, he said to me, fish and rice, fish and rice. And I just we just had dinner with the muscle fitness guys for some things we're doing, and I had fish and rice. And you got to stay trim because on TV trim. you look ten times bigger. I'm gonna you know, write than that you down. You really are a person.
5: I'm writing that down right now. Okay, all right. Well, Joe, you're gonna be appearing again <laughs> at the Snoqualmie <laughs> Casino tomorrow night, February 21st, with Victoria Jackson and of Don Novello, yeah. A.K.A. Father Guido Sarducci, in uh, the stars and, and, of and and oh. Spud, and the
0: and the chick that walked by me before. I'm bringing her with me now. I just made the deal.
5: I give give street. me the give me the street <laughs> address. Give me your GPS right now as, as we go out of this the. The GPS. Where are you yeah, at right now? What part? What part you of know, New York?
0: We are at Legendary Wall Street, right down the street from the Trinity church all right. that was a refuge during September eleventh, two 2001, and it was this whole area was when I tell you this, but seriously, was devastated after September eleventh. Right. the dust, you couldn't get through it and to watch how vibrant and how vital it is in the great city of New York makes me proud to be an American brother, you know what I'm saying?
5: It's an amazing city, alright, well tell you what I'm going to let you go before, uh, like I said, you run out in front of the car or something, so take care of yourself and we're looking yeah. forward to seeing your all show right. tomorrow night alright?
0: Yeah, C- come backstage man we'll see you back there.
5: Alright, take care Joe, bye.
0: Okay,
6: Spud, so take care, of it. For a genuine musical treat, tune in to the Spud Show, radio's famous program that takes you on a magic carpet of melody to a world of beauty.
3: Spud, Spud, yeah. I, I have your Doritos here.
5: <laughs> yeah, but... They're like 375. Y- y- couldn't you have two? gotten like the large, extra large bags? I mean, say, come on, man. But you said two. That's I last you like two 20... little ones. Never mind. All right, hey, it's, it's musical guest interview time. Just know your role there. Uh please welcome Star Anna. How you doing? Good. Super. Um, Welcome to the show. Now, part of the deal my people negotiated with your people was you had to bring your dog Forrest with you. That was a deal breaker for me, and I'm glad to see that you complied with that request. He's sound asleep over there right now. But, um, you know, I don't know if he has a sensitive nose, but my my car freshener collection in my Skylark uh, is what prevents me from bringing my dog down here. But, he looks like he's totally happy now, so we'll just move, we'll just move on here.
7: Oh, yeah. He's content.
5: Okay, super. Now, you were born in Ellensburg, Washington, a little hamlet that houses Central Washington State University, uh, for those out of the state that are listening to this, and also a ton of gas stations and fast food places for pit stops on the way east. <laughs> now, was there a decent music scene there for you growing up? No. No?
7: Uh, I mean, not like Seattle or uh, anybody that's that, that has something going on mm-hmm. leaves Ellensburg migrates to seattle or Mm -hmm. portland um
5: but there have been some really talented i mean Screaming trees and we got some bands out of there
7: yep and they all left
5: they did that's true good point (laughs) that's why you're the professional and i'm just sitting here asking (laughs) questions you left too
7: i did well because mark Pickerel, uh who originally played drums for the screaming trees Mm -hmm. uh, had a record store called rodeo records when i was growing up in ellensburg Mm -hmm. and i i pretty much spent every day of my teenage life there, and mm-hmm. then when he closed shop and took went back to Seattle, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, well, I guess I'll go there too. Yeah. All that's,
5: right, sort of. He is. Um, yeah. Hey, you've you've been described in the press as, uh press from around the country. The stuff that uh, I reviewed is having a voice that conveys a lot of pain and emotion. I have listeners, excuse me. I have listened um, actually to your music, and it's accurate. You have the ability to make people feel your pain pain. In fact I'm choking up now as I'm saying this <laughs> is it um, easy? that is the mark of a highly skilled artist, but I am a Doritos. little worried too. I mean, you've had some good times too, all right? Because I mean I hope so because like when I put on a Leonard Leonard Cohen record, I start getting a little bit concerned for him too. Is everything's okay?
7: Yeah, oh absolutely I okay. think because I'm all able right. to Write such sad, devastating songs. I'm, I'm, I can function as a human being in the real world.
5: All right, that's for the record. We got that on. Sort of. All right. Anyway. Yeah, well, everything's sort of. Yeah. But um, now you've <laughs> performed with the Seattle Symphony in the past. Did you get to like point that stick at the orchestra and make them do whatever you wanted to? Because that would be no. so cool. It'd be a blast.
7: I did not get to do that, um. but it was amazing turning around and just getting to see all of them behind me. Oh, yeah,
5: absolutely. All right. I want to play the triangle. <laughs> okay, this is the required uh, Tiger Beat question. What is your favorite salad dressing? Blue cheese. Oh, all right, super oh, girl. Well, your most recent album is titled Go to Hell. Um, I'm sorry, I what? like that. Uh, what is the name of the first song you're going to do and is there a little story with it or?
8: Um,
7: this is a kind of a new song. It's not on a record yet. It's called Nerves. Um, I haven't recorded it yet. And it's, uh, I guess it's just sort of a song about being a little full of yourself and and liking somebody and they don't like you back and hmm. you are like but I'm better than you you should like me back All right let's do it So that's what the song is about Cool
8: Keeps me awake at night. It keeps me hanging around. Bows get tired. sleep but they You play me like you do, but I guess I'm just easily played I keep on waiting for the perfect situation, yeah, so I can be
9: This is a Spud
10: Goodman show. That should be fun. I think I'll try that.
1: The Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter will return in just a moment. We now return to more action-packed thrills and excitement on the Spud Goodman Radio Show.
3: Spud, your mom is holding on the phone. Well, do we have anybody else we could put on? It's come all in, come we on, got, It's all we got. The phone lines are totally free. She's there.
5: All right, fine, fine. Put her on. Mom, you there? Spud, my baby. I've called you three or four times today. Why haven't you picked up? Well, you know I only answer my phone between noon and one and between ten and eleven at night. You know this. You screen the
11: calls of a mother who almost <laughs> died giving birth
5: to you? Ooh, she's right, but That is just not cool. O- okay, okay, Mom. You got me right now anyway, so what do you need?
11: I want you to meet the new man in my life. He's a wonderful guy, and you will oh. hit it off with him. His name is Pride. I was thinking you should come over for dinner with us on Saturday.
5: <sighs> one more guy, huh? No, no, I... <sighs> Haven't you read any of those articles about bringing strange men around the kids I mean, it's not healthy and change can be very disrupting to some of us.
11: Nonsense. It is finally time someone taught you to throw a baseball. Clyde played double A baseball in the Saint Louis Cardinals sign system. I think it was a third baseman.
5: Well <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a little late for that, Mom. You know I got cut in Little League. Uh, Anyway, I've come to grips and moved on with the fact I throw like a girl. You don't throw
3: like a girl, Spud. That's a little harsh on yourself. You're more like a guy who has some hand-eye coordination issues.
11: I just think you would find you have a lot in common
5: with Clyde. He loves The Wizard of Oz, too. Mm. Mom, I haven't watched that movie since I was in, like, junior high. And anyway, I have plans for this weekend... You know, Can I ask how you met this guy?
11: Well, my girlfriend told me about this website that helps single women meet men. It was amazing. Within 20 minutes after posting my information, I had like 50 responses. Well, Mrs.
3: Goodman, was that christianmingle.com? I mean, it was both Spud and I haven't done real well there. No, the women that not just seem a all. little stuck up or something.
4: No, not that site.
5: This one is called AshleyMadison.com. What? AshleyMadison.com? Are you serious? That's that cheating website. Where married guys come to poach, depressed, sex-starve, lonely, married women. Mom, you're not even married anyway didn't say you had to be married
11: and i may not be depressed or lonely but i do have needs you know
7: i haven't
11: haven't even asked quite about his marital status yet that can be discussed down the road right now we are like two kids yesterday we went to the
5: zoo and (laughs) then to see that lego movie okay. okay Well, you no. Know, seriously, Chick, he well, doesn't. He maybe he's not a total horn dog out to sow his wild oats. You know, maybe, maybe he's halfway decent. I don't know.
11: Well, Uh-oh. I didn't say that. He is a healthy man, for God's sake. And on that issue, I am proud to say he has not had to renew his Cialis prescription since Uh-oh. he met me. I'm quite
5: proud of that. Really? Did did he Uh, go through withdrawals? Because every time I I try to go turkey with Cialis, I have some really bad side effects. I am really creeped out right now. You know, some things a mother just does not share with her son, and that's just one more of the many that you already have done. The damage is already over. I got to go now. I'll take a rain check on the dinner, you know, maybe some other time, okay? Okay.
11: Well, Clyde will be disappointed. He said he could get you throwing a baseball correctly in 30 minutes or less. Maybe next Saturday. I
5: don't know. I'll, I'll call you and, and when I see what my schedule's looking like, okay? Uh, Ms. McGinn, Ms. McGinn, um,
3: I, I don't have any plans for Saturday. I mean, if Clyde wants to give me some pointers on an effective throwing motion, it might help my slow pitch game. Okay,
4: that would be nice.
11: What should I bring? Well, uh, a nice two litters of Mountain Dew would be sweet. Clyde loves the dew. See you at
5: six. Thanks, bye. Ms. Goodman. Yeah, bye. bye, Mom. Love you. All right, take care. And, hey, why don't we share another prison story? Well, hey, oh, anyway, before, um, hey, before I even get into that, I forgot. To, I was going to ask you this. I was wondering if anyone wrote to you, you know, wanting to be your pen pal while you were doing time. I mean, for years you wrote that dude who was doing uh, a long stretch in Pelican Bay in California, right? What, what was his name? 18 years. Lawrence. Lawrence yes look not Larry Lawrence right I mean after I talked with the dude he seems you know okay I guess no, well it well, was very
3: nice yes it was I have to say I was a little disappointed you never you never sent me anything you know he you know I'm loyal and so we'd never bump into each other for a new pen pal and he wrote me every day I was locked up and he also sent me a care package that was greatly appreciated you know snacks and things you can't get when you're inside like Frangos, fresh basil.
5: Yeah, that was very nice of him, I guess.
3: And it was. And uh, again, I was disappointed. You never sent me anything. You didn't even write. That's hurtful, Spud.
5: I didn't want the guard opening up a letter that I sent you and censoring something I wrote. That goes against my... I don't know. It's just very offensive to me. That would be an invasion of my privacy. They don't read the mail. They just check for contraband in the envelope. It's time like these that you find out who really has your back. You know what I mean? Hey, I I had your back. I mean, I could have... permanently replaced you. Do you think no one contacted me about taking your job on a permanent basis? I mean, besides Cody Foster, who was willing to take a break from his band, the Cody Foster Army, I mean, I got emails from a ton of people. A Cody? few of them would really surprise you. Like Ed Hume, gardening superstar, Ed? said he was free on Thursday nights for a couple months, and that was tough to turn down because you know how, how much I dig Ed. Yeah, really? You told Ed Hume that you couldn't replace me? God yes, That makes I me did. feel
3: really good, Spud. It didn't surprise me that... Cody Foster hit you up, as I've known he wanted my job ever since his band played on the
5: show. Well, the truth is, he would be really good at your job. The only problem <laughs> is, I would have to Foster. watch my back all the time. Because it's hard to find a co-host that, that wouldn't sell their soul to get the Cody host gig. Foster? I mean, most people aspire to greater things than being a co-host. Let's, let's admit it. So finding someone with low self-esteem and a lack of ambition is extremely difficult. <laughs> Cody we know this.
3: Foster. Well, it's not like I haven't dreamed of one day being a host. I, I'm just waiting until I'm ready for the big step. I... I know that I'm not worthy right now. I I probably never will be ready, but, you know, there's no, always... No, probably a...
5: not. But it's not the end of the world. Only a handful of people are put on this earth to host shows. You know, there's some sort of order to man thats that's been ordained from some higher power. I, I didn't just stumble into being the host of my own show for, like, 20-some years, you know? I had to have help pulling this off. It's obvious. And I know that I was placed in my
3: co-host role for a reason, too. I just don't understand why, but... Who am I to question the big guy? And I'm not talking about Cody Foster
5: uh, or or lady. I mean, who knows for sure if God's a dude or not? I mean, like uh. a guy let Justin Bieber happen. I don't think so. Uh. So anyway, right now, I'm I'm getting. I need to take a call. I guess. Um, say, here, here's what I need you to do. Okay. Um, this right. Pepto's just about done. Can you run out to my car and get? Uh, I have a fresh bottle uh, sitting there in, what, in between the seat okay. in my car and. Uh, also, you know it's kind of messy. And I was wondering, maybe could you like gather up some of the empty bottles and trash um, all over the car? Because okay. it really needs to be detailed. I'll recycle. All right, super. All right, good enough. Okay, I, I am being told that Mr. Michael Winslow is on the phone. Michael, are you there? Yes, I am. Super, you are the man. I'm here. I'm here. Cool, the Hang man. On a let me let me make, let me make sure it's me. <laughs>
6: You may speak now. Thank you, Snery. You're welcome. Yes,
5: yeah. Uh, yeah, me. Ah, damn! You, you, you got me on that one. All right. Uh, anyway, you are the man billed as the ten thousand sound effects guy, um, but you grew up correct in this area, somewhat in Spokane. Is that correct?
6: Yes. Super. Spokane, Washington.
5: Super. And it
6: was great um, until for a while it turned into Ashcan, but it was back to normal.
5: Yeah, I and remember that. Good. That's right.
6: I'm having a good time. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm, 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 re- I'm myself with everything around here. It's beautiful, man. I haven't, I haven't been here in a while, but it's, it's great to be up here again.
5: Anyway, you were as well known as anybody in the Police Academy movies. You did all seven of them and I heard there's another one coming up. You were Sergeant Larvell Mor- Motormouth Jones, correct? And, that's right. and don't forget Spaceballs
6: at Mel Brooks! I'm sorry, I've got Mel Brooks in the car with me.
5: Yeah, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Mel.
6: So, uh, is there yeah, a news and, and you know what? Um, I'm, I'm really hoping that, that, that this happens because I, I want to see everybody again and I know everybody else does too. So you, you know, um, I really hope that, that we're, we're going to be able to, to see how this how this works. Uh, it's it's through uh, New Line Cinema, yes. and uh, as far as I know, they have some some new writers uh, that are that are on tap uh, to, to um, get this whole thing underway, and then pre production starts. So, you know what? I'm, I wish everybody luck, and and we get to see everybody again. And here we go.
5: So, Police Academy Eight is is a green light. It is look. It's going to go.
6: Oh yeah, they're they're working on the getting the writers now okay. because they had one set, and, and I, I guess I guess uh, some new writers are, are, are coming coming on uh, coming on on uh, online and uh, you know we'll see what happens.
5: Michael Winslow, you have a gift that maybe no one else on earth has. You are capable of creating every sound known to modern man. When did you first realize this skill? Was it in the delivery room? Did the doctors get faked out by any sounds other than the usual crying and stuff?
6: Well, uh, it, it it isn't like. Like, it, it wasn't like like having Mike Tyson, you know, as, as a baby, you know, where where you, you slap him, he slapped you slap
4: him back.
5: Right. <laughs> nothing, like, nothing like that. Well, let me say this. If used for evil, this skill could cause havoc in society, could it not? I mean, you have the power to create panic in the streets if you made the wrong sound effect at the wrong time. So you, I guess you have to be congratulated for using your talents for only positive purposes.
4: Uh, I find your faith exhilarating. Uh,
6: Yes, he thanks you. Thank you very, very
5: much. All right, super. Well, Michael, you were also on the original Gong <laughs> Show, and that right there makes you a special entertainer to me, as I worship that show. Did you ever meet Gene oh, the really? Dancing Machine or yeah, the Unknown serious? Comic? I'm totally serious. Seri- seriously? Um, I am a massive Chuck Barris fan. I, I worship the man. Oh
6: wow, man! You know what? I really would like to, to run into Chuck Barris again. He's crazy. I if heard. He, if he ever wants to do, if he ever wants to do another game show, call me. You may be crazy, but he's a genius.
5: Oh, true. If he ever it's wants to do
6: another genius. game show, call me. Call me Barris.
5: Hey, uh, you put out your <laughs> own. You put out your own phone uh, sound effect apps right now. Uh, like, could I buy a Michael Winslow uh, chainsaw effect or something, or dripping faucet sound?
6: I'm working on a, on a, on, a, on a series of sound effects. Uh, 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 just. Uh, right now, as a matter of fact, okay. uh, it's, it's, it's coming up pretty soon. I'll, I'll have something for you uh, coming up by the summer.
5: All right. Very cool. All right. Uh, uh,
6: br- br- brand, new app- brand new applications, brand new apps, because I'm working on some things. And in the meantime, uh, we have uh, Wizard Ops. Okay. Which, which is available on iTunes.
5: On iTunes.
6: was That's the first time I was able to ever... Uh, that's the first time I was ever able to, uh, to take a... Um, a, a video game and do the entire the entire soundtrack, everything, every noise, every explosion.
5: And what every, was the game again? Noise. What was the game again?
6: Uh, Wizard Ops. Was okay. Wizard Ops. All right, super. And it's quite it's quite strange, but a lot of fun.
5: All right, I'll ch- take that it out. It's
6: the first video game where it's all it's all human voice.
5: Hey, what's what's been your most memorable moment as Michael Winslow to this point in show business? That's my cliche, trite so, question I'm supposed to ask.
6: Well, uh, the fact is, every, every for, for me, it, it, it's just it's just every day, man, because I'm finding I'm finding like a, a bit of a renaissance going. On. So, so, from, so so for me, it's 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 been it's been a resurgence, it's been a renaissance, and I'm quite grateful.
5: All right, very cool. Um, hey, what what uh, what will people see and hear when they come to see you perform? Um, uh, I can tell I can tell you one thing: they're going to hear things they've never heard a human being ever admit from. Uh, a mouth, correct? That is that's the fact. That's that's a given, right? Uh,
6: well, uh, your, your job and my job, our job is to help everybody forget about the rent for an hour. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to we're going to make sure that that happens. All right, very good. <laughs> we're going to cool. make sure that that happens and, and everybody will come away with at least one extra noise. I I will send everybody home with one sound they can they can they can use.
5: There you have it, Mr. Michael Winslow. Thank you so much Michael for taking the time to visit with us.
6: Thank you, thank you, and if folks want to have a little bit of fun, please go on, on, onto YouTube, onto Michael Winslow TV, and, um, and get a little bit of a familiarity of, a, of what we have in mind. It's, it's quite strange, but a lot of fun. And MichaelWinslow.net, and uh, play with the
5: noises. All right, super, that, that'll work. All right, you take it easy, man.
4: This is the Spy Goodman, Goodman Show.
12: Goodman. I think that this is your way of telling me something.
3: Okay, so here's your new Pepto Bismol. I cleaned Thank your car you. and I I recycled Thank all the aluminum cans up But I found some granny panties and I didn't know where to put those. Just put those, those over like there. Put, the, put those over there. All okay.
5: right. Once again, it's it's musical guest time. I'm very excited. Once again, it's yeah. Star Anna.
13: I
8: got a good man way over town. Yeah, he's good to me. Oh, yeah. See, I got a good man way up a tail He good to me.
1: bud goodman radio show with chick hunter
9: we have searched for our place in the cosmos where are we who are we we find that we live on an insignificant planet of a humdrum star lost in a galaxy tucked away in some forgotten corner of a universe in which there are far more galaxies than people
14: Dr. Eric Norber, and I have worked as an outside consultant for the NSA and NASA for going on 12 years now. My name is Dr. Eric Nordlund, my name is Dr. Eric Nordlund, my name is Dr. Eric Nordlund, and I have worked with the NSA and have worked with the NSA and have worked with the NSA and NASA for going on 12 years now. We basically monitor the skies and to date have made some very interesting observations to say the least. Some very chilling observations in fact. Some very chilling, some very chilling, some very chilling, chilling, chilling observations in fact. Observations that if revealed to the public would not only change the game forever. And we're not just talking the breakdown of all religions and a total overhaul of everything we've ever known about the universe and space, but we're talking the breakdown of society itself. Some very chilling observations. What I saw, I can best explain in my own words, as an array of massive three-dimensional black structures in space advancing in the direction of planet Earth, advancing in the direction of planet Earth. Danger! Danger! What danger? L shaped craft. I use the word craft loosely as we do not know if these things are piloted or vehicles at all in the strictest sense. All we knew is that they were moving and moving fast. Danger, danger. What danger? These things, which had moved millions upon millions of miles closer within just months. Danger, danger. <laughs> What I can tell you is that I have worked as an outside consultant on many projects led by our government, the U.S. government, government, the U.S. government, government, the U.S. government. The objects had reappeared and had positioned themselves behind the moon. The objects had reappeared and had positioned themselves behind the moon, positioned themselves behind the moon. The blackout of all
15: space monitoring programs was essential to keeping the lid on what had happened. We will probably expect to send a few men around the moon on a long-stretched flight paths behind the uh, unknown far side of the moon and return them back into the earth atmosphere with an ensuing aerodynamic deceleration and landing.
14: I know this because I was shown images taken three months prior which depicted the very obvious course of direction by these things which had moved millions upon millions of miles closer within just months
15: a high-speed power maneuver on the outbound leg to get us that far out. And then as the rocket comes almost to a standstill behind the moon, the moon would sweep through between rocket and uh, Earth, and uh, then it would fall back uh, towards the Earth under the gravitational pull of the Earth and would tangentially sweep into the Earth's atmosphere and land.
14: Now, as I said before, I was dismissed from the project after being called out to a certain observatory to determine what these things were to begin with. After identifying them near the planet Mars, I myself and a few others who I had worked with at this observatory were dismissed, and I heard nothing else for months. It was only after a briefly speaking with a colleague that I was informed that these things had reappeared behind the moon at such an angle that the Earth viewers could not see their approach.
15: Well, I have no doubt whatsoever that in the in the vast depths of the universe there will not be just a few hundred but probably millions of planets Capable of supporting even higher forms of life, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised if there are some planets among them that uh, are capable of supporting even a much higher form of life than this Earth.
14: My name is. Dr. Eric Norton. My name is Dr. Eric Norton. My name is Dr. Eric Norton.
10: My name is say My
14: name is Dr. Eric Norton. My name
10: Osai Manas.
14: And I have worked for the NSA I have worked for the NSA I have worked for the NSA and NASA for going on 12 years now
10: I am the G Balls With the United States In the uh. (laughs) planetar. My name is Osahimana.
4: (laughs) And once again, here's Spud and Chick. Once again, once again, once again, once again, and once again. Once again, here's Spud and Chick. And once again, once again, and once again, here's Spud
3: and Chick. So, 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 so the saying that my pen pal Lawrence is on the line holding can you put him on now okay right okay. now yes, yes yes are you serious yes yes but I went to safeway for you tonight and I cleaned out your car the least you could do is put Lawrence on the show
5: okay fine but just try to keep this interesting okay yeah is he still at that work release in California mm-hmm. maybe have him tell some stories about being in the hole for something people love those stories Lawrence are you there
4: hey chick how you doing
0: hey, are you sure it's okay to call in tonight but like your friend there is not really liking this. No,
3: no, Spud, no, no, he really likes you. How are things in work release? Are your, your allergies
5: acting up?
0: No, no, they're under control. They give me the right medication to take care of everything. Um, good. Excuse
5: me? Can can you guys talk hay fever solutions some other time? Is this the best you got? I mean, I could balance my checkbook on the air and, and entertain the listeners more than this. Seriously? No, no, don't mind him, Lawrence. He's in a bad mood because he just got our
3: recent ratings.
0: I was just calling to offer you support now that you're back on the streets, man, and you got a place to crash.
3: Yeah, yeah, I still live with my parents. They haven't turned their backs on me yet. My dad once did three days for a DUI when he was just out of college. He knows what it's like being locked up. My mom is still not too happy with me, but I'm doing all the laundry in the house for a while, and she'll warm up to me eventually.
5: Hey, isn't there some, like, law or rule that you guys, as ex-offenders, can't have any contact with each other? But parking tickets are not a felony. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah, right.
3: So Lawrence and I was thinking when when you get out of work with and come up here to visit, uh, you should check out the area and see if maybe you want to live here. I'm pretty sure my parents would let you stay in the basement for a couple weeks. I know, I know, Tacoma's not as cool as where you live now in Truckee, but uh, they have two WalMarts there, right?
4: Yeah,
0: the, the Truckee's got everything a guy needs. But I, I, I guess I, I might just, I might just take you up on that offer of your parents' basement. You know, I'll talk to my parole
5: officer down here. Cool. You know, it rain a lot here. Just, just keep that in mind. Put that in the back. Anyway, anyway. Um I I gotta say though, guys, seriously, this is more boring right now than watching ice dancing on TV. We gotta go, Lawrence. Be careful out there on the streets of of Truckee, okay? Later, Larry. Oh no, don't. Oh, you call him Larry? Yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna be back in a second. I'm
2: in trouble. I'm 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 in trouble. I'm
3: in trouble. Spud, Spud, there's a lady waiting on the line. A lady, should we take it?
5: Well, hey, no, where's that other bag of Doritos? If you would have bought a larger bag, my God, I mean, well, I bought two. Oh, this, oh, yeah. Anyway, all right, put her, put it through, put it through. Um,
16: Spud. Hi, this is Amber. Oh. I'm sorry I told your call screener I was a listener from Fort Myers, but I know you want to build up your audience in Florida. Anyway, what I'm calling about is our trip to that Sandals resort we were scheduled to take. You haven't responded to my voicemails and messages on Facebook. I get it that you're busy, but a little courtesy here would be nice.
4: Yeah.
16: Very fortunate, well, I got a refund mm. on the airfare and the room. Were you going to ever call and tell me you couldn't make it?
5: Um, well... You know the restraining order from the court is still in effect, right? I mean, I don't think the judge would approve of me going on vacation with someone I described as scarier than the Ebola virus. He was pretty clear in court, and I know he explained to you and your attorney that you needed to keep at least 100 yards away from me at all times.
16: Well, I never heard him say that restraining order was valid in the Bahamas. Um, I booked your seat at one end of the plane, and I was at the other until we left American Airspace. Honey, I consulted with my attorney before I made the reservations. A lot of thought went into our plans. Yes,
3: but if anyone ever bought me a free ticket to the Bahamas, I would be so happy to go. Who cares if Amber here is a little scary? You were willing to go skydiving last year before you chickened out on the plane. Scary is a very subjective term, okay? At and hey, and
5: feet. you, you won't let your feet touch the floor without having socks or shoes huh. on.
3: My OCD is different than being a wuss with a woman who wants to take you on a free vacation. Leave my Thank OCD you out for the
16: support, chick. So, Spud, I was able to keep the reservations open, so I was hoping maybe you could check your schedule over the next couple months and see when would be a good time for us to still go. You know, Sandals has resorts at many beautiful locations, like Grenada, St. Lucia, and Antigua.
5: Grenada? Why why would I want a vacation where U.S. Armed Forces invaded? Talk about a buzzkill for a supposed romantic getaway for people. I,
3: I think we won that war in like 24 minutes. I don't know if Reagan went with shock and awe or they just
5: weren't into fighting. Uh, Tell you what, Amber, I will have my attorney call your attorney and we'll settle this thing, okay?
16: Oh, there's no need to bring in outside legal professionals, dear. Love is blind and sometimes we have to take the leap knowing that the heart wants what it wants, you know? I love you, Spud. I want to build a life with you. And when you're able to deal with your inability to accept love in your life, I truly believe you'll come to your senses.
5: Um. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to nah. suddenly like to eat broccoli, too. I, I got to go now. Please don't continue to contact me, okay? If I keel over from a heart attack or something, um, you know you could be held responsible. I just want to say that. I want to throw that out.
16: You have such a great sense of humor, Spud. Okay, okay. I'll give you a few days to think about our trip that we'll be taking sometime very soon. Now take care and love you.
5: Yeah. Okay. What? A, uh, let's nice. let's go to something. And hopefully, she's not gonna get in her car and drive by the studio again. Um. So right now, uh, I think I think we're gonna run my web clip of the week. Uh, for tonight, I think it's something. Uh, it's from our new ongoing series titled "More Tall Tales of the Antichrist Obama." Here's yet another tall tale. Something about him taking his imperial presidency overseas to visit India in like 2010. Once again, it helps to do a little more research before you wig out. Here it is.
17: I think we know that just within a day or so, the president of the United States will be taking a trip over to India that is expected to cost the taxpayers $200 million a day. He's taking 2,000 people with him. He'll be renting out over 870 rooms in India. And these are five-star hotel rooms at the Taj Mahal Palace Hotel. This is the kind of over-the-top spending.
9: At $200 million a day, have you ever seen the president ever? Seen the president go over for a vacation where you needed 34 warships. $2 billion. $2 billion. 34 warships. We are sending. He's traveling with 3,000 people. But the idea that you're going to take 3,000 people and you're booking over 500 rooms in a hotel and you're taking 40 airplanes. $200 million a a day. 200 million no president has ever anywhere close to 40 airplanes 3,000 people 500 rooms in in, in one hotel And that's just one hotel for a 10-day trip 200 million dollars a day It's never been done before 200 million dollars 200 million dollars each day on security and other aspects of this incredible royalist visit I will take the liberty this time of dismissing as absolutely absurd this notion that somehow we were deploying 10% of the Navy, some 34 ships and an aircraft carrier in support of the president's trip to Asia. That's just comical.
5: I, I totally get the concept of those uh, those wackos rounding up when dealing with cents on the dollar, but they're only like eighty five percent off on the rest of them. But anyway, hey, I, I enjoyed myself tonight. What do you, you know, I I think I really I really think that uh, your penal experience like is going to give us a big boost in the ratings. I'm serious. Okay. Well, they
3: don't have an open door policy, so you couldn't get committed for. I, I,
5: I totally think I'm going to do it. I'm gonna. I'm actually. I'm going to do it. Really? I'm. am I'm, I'm going to turn myself in. Right. You know. Do you don't think I've ever broken the law? I, you know, I had a few tough years when I was younger. I don't know what the statute of limitations is for shoplifting, but there has to be a warrant for my arrest somewhere in the computer system. I'm doing it. Okay, well, don't, Spud. You'll hate it in lockup. Only the strong survive. Well, you've seen what jail time can do for a rapper's career, right? I'm ah. not too proud to take a page from their manager's advice. Well, I think I'll have a tough,
3: tough time the minute they do the full body cavity search. You're way too modest. If to I want to tap that. out,
5: I'm just going to call Mike from CJ's Bail Bonds, the guy we had on the show a couple weeks ago, and he said bail's really easy to get.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my net worth is a bit low right now. Your mom should be a better idea. but I'm telling you, that's something you'll regret. You'll see things that will haunt you at night forever, like all the snoring you have to deal with. It's like you're surrounded by seventy. Tugboats on your
5: tier. I'm a lot tougher mentally than you give me credit for. Don't forget, I once worked at Chuck E. Cheese for like five oh, yeah, months. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that. Well, okay. Didn't don't say I didn't warn you. Jail changes a man. All right, all right. Good to know. Uh, we're out of time here, so I'm Spud Goodman for my co-host, Mister Chick Hunter. Be all that you can be, and I mean that. God bless and adios.
1: You've been listening to the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter, a program composed almost entirely of post-consumer waste ones and zeros. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions, original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon, executive producer is Lori Madsen, and associate producer is Derek Schneider. Live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Musical commentaries by the folks Singers in hell. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube, his radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or SpudGoodman.com, and follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Copyright 2014 Spud Goodman Productions. Join us again next week for another exercise in synergy through stakeholder teaming on The Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. <laughs> to the Spud Goodman Post-Show Report. We will now perform an autopsy of tonight's episode. Here is your host, Ivy Quinn.
12: Hi, welcome everybody. We're really glad to have you here for the Post-Show Report as we discuss the Spud Goodman show. We have our lovely panel as usual. We have Derek, David, on one, and our special guest, executive producer, Lori. Mm-hmm. And... Chick,
3: what about me? I, I, I know have a special
12: for a welcome for you. Oh, thank you. Chick was doing hard time, <laughs> and we we missed you greatly. I couldn't go really? visit you, and I'm sorry, but I hope you got the cake I sent you.
3: No, they didn't give me that.
12: I, I didn't have a nail file, so I put an emery board in there, but I don't know if it, you know, just didn't make it through inspection.
3: Oh. Well, I'm sure my roommate probably would have enjoyed it. But I call it, him my roommate, but it's sell me is what they really are.
12: Well, as long as you're friends now, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, he, he has my pillow. He better be friendly.
12: So, it's good to have you back. And even better, it's nice to have Star Anna here tonight. She was kind enough to stay. And she's going to do some more songs for us. And we're going to interview her. But first, we're going to do um, some songs. We've got a band that's managed by Spud's mother, Sephola. And congratulations to Fola on your new guy pal. That's pretty exciting. So check out the Cody Foster Army and Third Side.
1: the Spud Goodman post-show report.
12: So it's my pleasure to now speak with our musical guest, Star Anna. Mm. She has brought with her her lovely little friend, Forrest. um, And he seems to be pretty comfortable right at home here. Yeah, he just makes himself at home wherever he wants. Um, Forrest is not like a special... especially abled person he is a dog just in case you're wondering and think we were he- being condescending um and he's really friendly and sweet he's okay so with he it he is special they're all yeah. special right yeah yeah um so we've had a lot of really kind of smelly musicians in this room over the years so i'm hoping he's not too sensitive and i know for a fact some of those musicians have marked their territory so if he does a little stuff no worries <laughs> okay
3: <good. laughs> Down boy, down.
12: So your music, I really enjoyed hearing it in the first hour, and it, as Spud said, comes from the heart. Who's moved, Who's influenced you? Um, that's kind of that's a hard question. There's been a
7: lot. Um, I think one of my favorite, Tom Petty, probably, just as a as a the way he's done his career and the the way he performs, and he's the, a great songwriter. There's a
12: lot more to it than just. Being a musician, there's the whole career. You mean? Yeah, I mean just the way he conducts himself and
7: and the different battles he's had to fight to mm-hmm. to stay uh, on the path he's been going. I think is impressive and and uh, something I really look up to.
12: That's really cool. Um, did you have a good experience tonight? Yeah, yeah. Did you you were okay dealing with Spud? Yeah, it was enjoyable. Okay, good. Sometimes that can be. um well, people different people have different experiences yeah, he That's can't what hear you we'll he right say. now
3: so he can be honest
12: <laughs> and you mentioned that you grew up in ellensburg yep okay i i too have passed through there on my way to other places lucky okay. stopped <laughs> Yes. Yeah, stopped you know for the um, i think it was like pancakes and stuff you know okay um i like ellensburg I, I, yeah uh, good pancakes uh, great
7: pancakes is what
12: they always say uh, what age did you start playing an instrument?
7: Uh, I must have been like about 11. I started playing drums okay. and then guitar when I was 16. What made you pick drums? Uh, it was it cool or no, you just like it? No, I was just a spaz and I was diagnosed with ADHD at a really young age and my mom saw that I was really into banging on pots and pans and thought, well, let's try drums. I'm, I'm picturing like a little girl animal from like the Muppets yeah, right now. Yeah, no, that's exactly what i was that's that's pretty awesome um what's the song you're gonna do for us uh i didn't well um
0: that's an interesting name
7: it, yeah i i was debating between doing one that's actually on a record that i'm putting out soon or doing one that i like better
12: that's not recorded i think tom petty ask him a question to the heavens and ask him what would tom petty do Ooh, yeah.
3: True to yourself.
12: Okay, well, I'm going to do the new
7: one then that's not on any record. It's called Down to the Bottom. That's awesome.
8: Hey, my love, tell me where you're going. Can I go with you? Down to the bottom of the wishy well? I will I won't tell you, yeah.
12: to keep my swearing to a minimum. So I'm going to spend some of my special words on you and say, damn, girl, you are a badass. Thank you so much for sticking around and playing and playing a new song for us because that's always a treat. People get to hear something new and um, we really appreciate it. So thanks for coming coming by. So now Spud wants me to play the first song by the Gold Records titled Face Blues and to say that they will be appearing this Sunday, the 23rd at the Swiss Tavern with the Dignitaries and Radio On. The show starts at 5 p.m. and it's an all ages free show. So how can you beat that? Okay. And right after the Gold Records tune, we have something here from Productive titled The Bell. Here we go.
2: I'm here to give them all pure friction Embarrassed, I'm like the parents with them If you don't like it, you can perish with them Snare fit them like a pair of airs Fit them cool, air-conditioned so I'm the latest and a rare edition Only if you care to listen Just stop and spare the dissin' Not gonna fear the present I'm presently denting the elementary mentally that's their decision. I'm Geo and I'm Sobsy. Mac and I'm Ryan with a dash of raw cyan flash of all titans, man. Greaves and I'm Budo, but he is no duo, man. He is just Uno, what would you know? Hot produce like vegetables. Expect the inexpectable. Pro, do the incredible. Show you that you're edible. Throw deuce when I exit the show. Zoom with a couple of dudes that are all holding and rolling just like we're Edderall. You bet I know something about the ins and outs of friends without money up in the bank account. Hanging out on the city streets, cypher beaches. Keep banging out, nice release, but hate defeats the purpose, something to think about. sense, two cents, not a penny for my thoughts, even though there's plenty that I got. People around me are begging for change, and you just wishing well, then hope and pray and go and throw your change into a wishing well. Digging a ditch in a different hell, lifting a fifth off a shelf just to get lifted and tell stories about how middle fingers are hell. fists as well. My dogs jump half off, we all swing at the sound of the
5: bell. So,
12: it's good to have you back. Uh, uh, we'll oh, um, I can see from Lori that she's trying to interject something here. Uh, sorry, Lori, did you want to talk to us?
13: Uh, yeah, you know, I've tried to keep my composure. But what I'm seeing and hearing goes against everything I know about show business and the world of radio. Look, oh,
12: oh no. Where's
13: the excitement? Where are the dynamic <laughs> personalities that make a that make radio come alive for listeners? I mean, Jesus. It's hard enough to sit through Spud show. I was told the second hour was gonna be more like a legitimate radio show. Oh. Well,
12: Um, Maybe we we should take this up with Spud. He's the one writing and directing the program. Um, I have a few ideas. Maybe they'd help the show, but um, I understand the management structure.
13: Yeah, and I'm the de facto leader as executive producer, honey. If you need me to deal with Spud, you just let me know, and it'll be taken care of. Okay. We just got out our new ratings, and let's just say from here on out, we're gonna do things my way
3: around here. Whatever you need me to do, Ms. Madsen, you just say the word.
12: Um. Yeah. Absolutely. But maybe it would be best if we discussed this further off air at you know staff meeting. Well, yeah. If Spud ever attended them, we'd never
13: be in the situation that we're in. I mean, okay. Look, from one gal to another, it's Spivey, right? Um. No, it it's Ivy. Okay. Right, Ivy. Um. Amy, I mean, uh, yeah, whatever. Hmm. Just follow my lead with Spud, okay?
12: In good time,
13: I don't know. Things will get taken care of, all right? I'll be
3: at the staff meeting for sure, Ms. Madsen.
12: Well, um, yes, absolutely, Ms. Madsen. And right now, we're going to go to Derek because I think he has his first clip ready.
18: I do. Cool. Uh, We're just going to go ahead and roll with this first clip. It's from the uh, Joe Piscopo interview. From the
5: first day. Hey, yeah, when you did Frank Sinatra both on the show and in concert, did you ever wonder if he was pissed off at you? Like the man was probably the most mob connected man in show in the you know, history of show business. And no one ever put a Shetland pony's head in your bed, right?
0: Yeah, no, no. He was he was great. Like he used to refer to me as the vice chairman of the board. Oh. And he was a he was a he was like a father image to me and uh, he was could not have been more respectful. He knew it. But my ta- again, my one of my tasks on SNL is to protect the Sinatra name because in my mind it's like royalty in America, well, hey. you know. And I thought of the family, yeah. I thought of the kids and his grandkids and everything. So I went, "Nah, I got to protect this man." And he knew that. He knew that I did that. So it was very, very cordial. He he was swinging. He would invite. He would invite me. Mean, I was never on the inside, you know, Spud. Never mm-hmm. on the inside of the Rat Pack. But he was kind enough to, "Oh yeah, yeah, Piscopo, come on, you can hang out for a little while, like that, you know." And it, and I was happy to be there with him. And it was always very gracious. And uh, he was couldn't have been more complimentary. <laughs>
12: That was a great interview. Yeah, it was. I, I was surprised. He seemed like such a happy guy. He laughed so much. And um, I don't know, maybe it was all the muscle mag pictures, you know, how they kind of grimace. <laughs> maybe that's why I thought he would be like kind of intense. But yeah, he seemed... you know,
18: it, it puts off that image that, you know, sometimes you're more intense than you actually are. Uh, the reason I chose that clip was because I thought it was kind of a... One of those questions that could be a touchy subject, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, stars don't like other people impersonating them and everything, but it was really cool to hear that Sinatra was totally fine with it.
12: Well, and maybe that was part of the, you know, je ne sais quoi I was picking up from him as this Sinatra vibe where, you know, you don't mess, you don't mess with old blue eyes because he has friends. No, yeah,
3: if, if Frank didn't like it, Joe would be under a parking lot somewhere.
12: Yeah.
13: Um, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to interject here really quick, and I, I might call on the spirit of uh, Sinatra to deal with Spud.
12: Wow, Yeah. Well, that's, that's harsh. A, that's
3: a threat right there. That's
12: um, hardball. I'm going to like have to burn a lot of sage tonight to try and protect him because you have to get done around here. Yeah, but I've got job security here, man. I've just I've got...
1: just just chant "Scooby Dooby Doo" over and over again. You'll you'll be safe.
12: Okay. Scooby Dooby Doo Sinatra style or like. Big Great Dane solving mystery style. No, like Sinatra style.
1: Okay, because y- they it would probably jack it up. There is no room for Hanna-Barbera in a quality production such as this.
12: How dare you, sir? How dare you? We will take this discussion off air. That's my childhood that you're cr- crapping all over.
18: You can just
1: run past the same coffee table 27 times as you're going down the hall.
18: Careful with that word allowance, Ivy.
12: I know, I'm running out. How many swear words do I get, Miss Madsen, per show?
18: Four?
13: Uh, Let me check with the sensors on that really quick and I'll get back to you.
12: Do they roll over? Is it like vacation time? Because I know I didn't say any last week or the week before.
13: No, it doesn't. Okay. Dang.
12: All right. So we're going to go ahead and play some more music. First up, we have a song from an off-Broadway production dogs on the dance floor it's written and produced by a local guy who graduated from auburn riverside high school and currently lives in new york city jimmy dale though he now goes by the name of jimmy marlowe here is his group bambi singing best fuck of your life what That was balls-tastic Oh That was my last swear word For the night You can have Um, mine But now We get to hear From Jimmy's father and mother Bob and Cindy Dale Their band The Chimes of Freedom Will be playing Gospel Walk And I need a cigarette And I don't even smoke
1: Bud Goodman post show report with Ivy Quinn will return in just a moment. Welcome back to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.
12: So we're back. Uh, I think that's an example of the apple falling very, 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 very far from the tree.
18: And rolling.
12: Yeah. Down a hill, off a cliff.
18: Into a river and being carried out to the ocean. I
12: think so. And getting caught in one of the, the currents, maybe the Gulf Stream. I don't know. Yep. Okay. Derek, you have another clip
17: for us, right?
18: I do, and it's uh, from another group of our favorite, favorite people, and I mean that in the most sarcastic way possible, so let's go ahead and roll the clip. Taken.
17: Well, I think we know that just within a day or so, the president of the United States will be taking a trip over to India that is expected to cost the taxpayers $200 million a day. He's taking 2,000 people with him. He'll be renting out over 870 rooms in India. And these are five-star hotel rooms at the Taj Mahal Palace Hotel. This is the kind of over-the-top spending.
9: At $200 million a day, have you ever seen the president ever? Seen the president go over for a vacation where you needed 34 warships. Two billion dollars. Two billion dollars. Thirty-four warships. We are sending... He's traveling with 3,000 people. But the idea that you're going to take 3,000 people and you're booking over 500 rooms in a hotel and you're taking 40 airplanes... 200 million dollars a day. A day. 200 million no president has ever anywhere close to 40 airplanes three thousand people 500 rooms in in, in one hotel and that's just one hotel for a 10-day trip 200 million dollars a day it's never been done before 200 million dollars 200 million dollars each day on security and other aspects of this incredible royalist visit I will take the liberty this time of dismissing as absolutely absurd this notion that somehow we were deploying ten percent of the Navy, some thirty-four ships and an aircraft carrier in support of the president's trip to Asia. That's just comical.
13: You know I just want to bring this up. Talking about money, um I kinda have a bone to pick with you, Chick. Okay, look, I'm not I am not your personal ATM. When you were in jail my personal assistant, Tiffany, told me, because I screen all my calls because of this kind of crap. So, she says, th- there's a message that says, will you accept these charges from Pierce County Jail? Uh-huh. What What's that all about? Just because I have money, you think I'm going to bail you out of jail, Chick? Come on.
3: I was lonely. Yeah, I wanted to talk whatever. to somebody.
12: Is is this another case of maybe some extra zeros being added? Because in this clip, it sounded like there were a lot of extra zeros being well, added. Well, you
13: know, it just made me think of the money. I totally forgot about it. You know, I'm so busy doing all this stuff. That just reminded me of right. him trying to get money out of me. I gave you, what, $5 for that internet media thing I asked you to do? Five bucks. whoop Shit.
18: So I picked that clip out just because this is something I see all the time, you know, being being in my generation with Facebook and everything stuff gets shared so often without people doing any sort of research and people just take it and run with it. It's like but, piranhas but when they throw blood in the water. These
12: aren't quote unquote people. These are. Quote unquote journalists, dude.
18: Yeah, and that's what makes it even more comical is like you see the everyday person oh. doing it. And when you see people that are supposed to be credible sources, and I use credible in the loosest term possible when speaking about Fox News, but it,
12: I see it, it what you're doing there. Absolutely you're finding it funny, whereas I find it terrifying. And see, that's just sometimes two different people have different perceptions of things. I Terrifyingly thought the, comical. I thought
13: those guys were actors.
12: Terrifyingly,
13: if they are the uh, bad one.
12: terrifying with with disinformation being spread like that.
1: Well, and you also don't have to take an entourage of thousands of people to India. You can just get guys from Tech Mahindra.
12: And in, in fairness to them, that is what that um, Prince Ali guy did in Disney's Aladdin, and they sang a whole song about it. Hired yeah. Tech Mahindra
3: or what? Yeah, that was a good song.
12: They they had like forty elephants and jugglers what else did they have chick
3: oh they had carpets flying all over the place and swords and monkeys it's a world-class menagerie
12: yes mm. it was but yeah but I, I i really think was it a math error I mean do you think someone made a math error and it was like 200 million rupees and they just didn't get... I
18: think it was just they wanted to pounce on whatever they whatever sort of negativity they could find and I... just take it and run with it
12: but I mean don't you feel like if you're gonna make something up, make it kind of believable so people are like, Oh, he's spending two million dollars a day, that would be a lot. Yeah, but if they two hundred million dollars a day? I mean, that doesn't seem credible. I mean, what would he do? You could what you would could, he do? You could
1: fly in his own golf course.
12: He know? could I mean he'd have to be like passing out gold toilets to everybody on the street to make it two hundred million dollars a day. Where do I but
18: sign up for that giveaway? If you say it long enough
3: and loud enough, it becomes true, doesn't it?
12: Yeah, well then, if it's true, what did he spend it on, and where's Derek's gold toilet?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
12: I think that's the important part.
1: A lot of souvenirs.
12: Um, So now we're going to go to a couple more songs. We have The Mono Men with One More Time, and then it's Davis Fetter with I Won't Let This World Break My Heart.
1: it all up to Ivy. The Spud Goodman Post Show Report needs your input. Call or text your comments to 253-242-3054. That's 253-242-3054. Or you can leave a comment on the Spud Goodman Show's Facebook page. Either way, you'll help Ivy and the team here in the studio make some sense out of the previous hour's program.
4: Report once again.
12: Here's your host, Ivy Quinn. Big news, people to best texts and/or posts. Receive a free t-shirt, high-quality t-shirt with logos and all normal t-shirt accoutrement So please text or post on the Spud Goodman bum, show bum. Facebook page. I know I, ha- I, I had to do it. I, I know could. I was thrown, I was waiting for it. There we go, kind of. I guess that works. David's drunk. Do you have have our third clip? We have
18: one more clip for the night, and uh, this is from the Michael Winslow interview, and I went with a question about him being on the gong show, so let's roll it.
5: Well, Michael, you were also on the original gong show, and that right there makes you a special entertainer to me as I worship that show. Did you ever meet Gene Gene the Dancing Machine or the Unknown Comic... I'm totally serious.
4: serious.
5: Seriously? Um, I am a massive Chuck Barris fan. I, I worship the man.
6: Oh, wow, man. You know what? I, I really would like to, to run into Chuck Barris again. He's crazy. I if, heard. If he, if, he ever wants to do, if he ever wants to do another game show, call me. He may be crazy, but he's a genius. Oh, true. If he ever wants to do another genius. game show, call me. Call me, Barris.
12: So um, I, I knew I knew Spud was a huge fan. I was a fan of the show Because when I was a kid That was like The highlight in entertainment What could be better Than people hitting A giant gong That was a gong motion With no sound I don't know if you guys
13: Knew this Because you're a little bit Younger than me And less experienced But uh, Oingo Boingo um, Danny Elfman Was on that show And so was Paul Rubens A.K.A. Pee Wee Herman
12: Now I had read somewhere That that, that Pee Wee Herman Had been on there But I did not know About Oingo Boingo And Danny Elfman Yes Danny
13: Elfman
3: I just liked all the people on there. I mean, come on, J.P. Morgan. I really had a thing for her. I'll bet you did. What does that mean? You yeah, know what well, that means. and and the whole—I mean, wasn't Rip Torn on it for a while too? Mm-hmm. He's on everything. Yeah. I remember
12: he had like a two dollar and ninety-nine cent beauty. Pageant right, yeah. That was that also guy, a Chuck right?
13: Barris show. Too.
1: Yeah, that was, oh, okay. that was a spinoff from the Gong Show. He okay. was one of the panelists on the Gong Show.
12: I remember the, I, I thought maybe someday I would grow up and like compete on that, but that, alas, never happened.
1: Well, you have to have dreams. And with inflation, that'd be almost four bucks now.
12: That was
3: a big show. That was on for a long time.
12: Yeah, and you got the, like, it was like radishes and carrots were your bouquet. It was like. Yeah, do you know
13: Sandra Bernhardt was on that show?
12: Did not know that either.
13: Well, that's why I'm here, Derek. Because I know stuff and you guys don't.
12: We have a virtual repository here.
18: Uh, the youngster, one. the youngster being quiet over in the corner here.
12: So uh, why did you on one, one,
18: one? Say. Do
13: you? I mean, hello. What? Is this? Is they this should on? bring
0: that show back. Yeah. All right, what were you guys talking about? And that's I tuned, why I tuned out a while ago. I, that, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. And I know that's I why we wait and, for
12: on one to contribute. Yeah, he's it, back. He doesn't there, like actually. being put on does the spot. It,
0: does anybody have a lighter I can borrow? I saw
12: on your
13: computer there you had a picture sticks. of a like a pinup girl or something. What was that all? You're supposed to be concentrating on the show at look, all times. Lori, don't look, don't don't harass me for what I do in my free time. It's not you're on my dime, son. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm, I'm getting we'll to ta- talk I'm not here. sure that the audio
1: engineering is quite your forte, Ms. Madsen. You should leave that to the pros. Hey, uh,
12: remember s- that staff meeting I proposed Yeah, Yeah. I still need we'll to
13: over
3: here.
12: Anyway, whatever happened to
3: Chuck Barris?
13: Where is he now? He. Well, you know, he still hangs out at uh, the Playboy Mansion with Hugh Hefner, and I don't, what, what wife brought. is he on now? Like, four are you sure? Five. Are you yes, sure? Yes, he does. They do well, movie nights. I thought he'd
12: be doing covert ops.
13: No, 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 no they do like old movie nights. No, no, with no, all the no, girls. no. Because
12: he was a secret yes. CIA yes, agent. Yes, I know.
13: I saw the movie with crazy as hell too. Junior, George Clooney directed that movie. I
12: think you have to be crazy as hell to be as super uber top secret, double probation, CIA status as he was.
1: I think he did some of the logistics work for the president's uh, $300 trillion trip or whatever that was. That's I, just I was wondering that's if per day. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: At $300
18: trillion, was it a day? Is that what it said?
1: I don't remember. It was a lots lot of zeros. Lots of zeros.
12: It, it I was, heard
18: he came up with his own currency to take over on that trip whoa whoa yeah take that fox news Uh, ow my head hurts
12: so is that our new standard we try to come up with news that is less believable than what's on fox
18: yeah just debate fox news
12: okay well except then we're going to be seeing it reported and we're responsible for that being out in the universe okay just so you know i'll own it it's like wishing on that monkey paw
18: first one to get their story printed wins a t-shirt
12: yay So now we're going to go to a classic from the 60s. It's a Northwest Garage rock era band with the unusual, and their song is I'm Walking, Babe. And after that, we have San Cisco with John's Song.
10: we were on the roof one day when suddenly i heard jack say Say, Oh, Johnny, you make me so proud. Pa will come home from work and say, John, one day you'll work with me down at the factory. Said very politely that I didn't want to work in no factory.
12: Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It was really great to have star Anna and her cute dog, Forrest. I love that that dog. Um, And in case you didn't pick it up before, Joe Piscopo will be at the Snoqualmie Casino Friday, this Friday. And And who's
3: going to be with him? Victoria Jackson. And and Father
12: Guido Sarducci. And
3: I'll
13: be backstage. When he talked about that when, On the interview so.
12: Can you get some absolution for me please I
13: will talk to him about that mm-hmm.
12: Thank yeah. you and I need
3: a new scapular
12: You probably should go to confession dude You just were in jail
3: I, still I need should later. That's a good point
1: Maybe you can get Father Sarducci to hear your confession Yeah
12: Alright well thank you very much Derek, Dave, On1, Nevin, Lori, Chick That's and um,
3: Good to be back
12: it's, it, it was a good night, and um, we're going to get gestured at dramatically. Yeah, I
13: drove all the way down here again for this. Do you guys realize how bad the traffic is? No.
12: How so, bad is it?
13: It. Oh, I mean, wait, literally, sorry. I'm I went great. match
12: game, sorry. If you
13: guys think I'm mad now, you don't even want to be in the car with me when I'm driving down here. It is insane.
1: Why don't you take the sounder train down?
13: I wouldn't take a train, David. I would take a limousine before i take a train. Well, That's I a good idea. Mad. There you go. A town car next time, yeah. Can you pick me up next time, then?
1: I took a limousine once, but the cops found me.
12: Hmm. Do you
13: good.
12: have your own sound effect that for that? Was,
1: yeah, here we go. That was pretty funny. I took a limousine once, but the cops found me.
12: I think that was very insensitive, given Chick's recent stay in jail.
3: Yeah, I have to think about that, too. I mean, I was in close proximity to police people.
1: Oh, you're just- oh, that wasn't a joke, I guess. Yeah.
12: So, Derek, do you have anything to add before we Good wrap things there. up? Uh,
18: I guess since we're still in February, I'll just uh, throw in my last uh, go Hawks. I
12: yeah. think fair enough. Yeah. My T-shirt just came this week, so I think it's fair. Um, and we're going to close out tonight with uh, Jilly Rizzo and Fat Guy. Hot girl.
13: Staff meeting on Saturday. For a
4: woman your age, she's easy to talk to. You're down on the Dems, Libertarians too. I can't stand what you stand for. let try and please you It's just my cup running over I know I'm slow And not too quick It just takes one smack
2: any control I never
15: had
12: dragged everybody outside to yell at him and so Dave and I are here and I think we're gonna sneak in one more song for you guys
1: and it's a great song
12: it is a classic Tacoma band the fabulous whalers and we're gonna hear beat guitar don't tell shh
1: Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive Producer Lori Madsen. Audio Engineer On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio Highlights Derek Schneider. Our interns are Joseph Haley, Digital Operations, and Nevin Smith in Studio Production. Theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014 Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.